0: the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's The Tomorrow People After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now. Another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Tomorrow People After
1: Show. Welcome, everybody, to AfterBuzz TV. I am Tom Connolly, and I will be recapping tonight. Uh, Yale could not be here tonight, so I will be doing The Tomorrow People Season 1, Episode 12, Sitting Ducks, all by myself. But it'll be okay. We'll be fine here, people. Uh, this was a, a really good episode, I thought, tonight for... Uh, as we're going along this, you know, first season, uh, the storylines—I'll be breaking everything down. Uh, I'm going to kind of jump around. the for, The first storyline It kind of was just like there, but you know, we got a little insight to it. Was you know, the ultra with uh, Hillary. Uh, she, you know, basically questions Stevens, uh, you know, loyalty to them, and asks Je- uh, Jedekiah you know, what happens if you use your powers in front of people? And he says, "Oh, we have zero tolerance here." And, you know, she kind of gets a one-up on Steven. Steven is freaking out because he, you know, he doesn't know how she knows that he's been using his powers with Astrid. Um, And then we end up finding she ends up asking uh, Jedekiah later, um, you know, hey, are you going to kill Astrid? And uh, I love Jedekiah had like an awesome uh, response to her where he says, you know, he's like, if I say yes and you smile, you're the next one to go. Uh, he's like, got it, and he's like, you know, having to kill a human is not uh, a cause for celebration. You know, she may be a Tamar person, and he's a human, so you know, him having to kill part of his race is not, you know, it doesn't sit well for him, for Jedikai. And uh, I liked how he kind of he laid down the law with her, uh, in that part of the in that part, just you know, letting her know that you know we're not gonna we're not gonna do this. You know, I'm gonna kill her. But, you know not not because it's you know the right thing to do it's it's the right thing to do for our cause because she should not know about tomorrow people uh and the episode you know opened with astrid and she was at an audition you know for a singing audition and as she goes into the room there's you know three judges sitting there waiting for her to audition and they end up Pulling out guns and you know, just start firing at her and we don't see what happens and we, you know, cut to forty hours before. Uh I I like when they do this in shows, especially at the open, when we have a you know, a scene in the future and then they cut back and we have to piece it together through an episode of what happens. Uh so I like that part of it and I like how it wasn't it the episode didn't end where this part was. It you know, it was towards the you know, three quarters of the way through. Uh, this episode. And we have Astrid and Steven, you know, doing homework or her practicing. And he wants to know, like, did she tell anybody about his powers? Uh, and she's, he's like, she's like, no, I didn't tell anybody. Uh, and Luca is end up, is in the, in the crawl space while they're talking about his powers. But he says he didn't hear anything, which, you know, that's another big reveal we get to in this episode. Uh, the family ends up going onto a camping trip with, you know, their mom's new boyfriend Peter, which we've been suspecting, and we've kind of said last week that we think he has powers and he's been, you know, blocking Stephen out of his mind, and you know, not letting him hear his thoughts. Uh, so Stephen is basically going on this trip to prove that Peter has powers, and he wants to he wants to go protect his family, which is for Stephen that's right because you know all he has left is his family, and. You know, he doesn't know if this guy is an Ultra agent or if he's, you know, someone that, you know, is trying to help him but is kind of being coy about it because he knows he works at Ultra. Uh, we don't really know, you know, what's happening with that. And we end up finding the Tomorrow people and they tell Steven that Peter is clean. Uh, Russell is still hurt from his, you know, huge brawl he had last week with Julian, which I like that I like to – the continuity of that of that he's still not you know completely 100% recovered from that uh, and John basically tells Stephen that he will keep an eye on Astrid while Stephen goes on his trip with the family uh, which I thought was kind of odd for John to do that because you know last time uh, John kind of wasn't around Stephen moved in on Kara and they had a little romance so I was like is John going to try to you know Hook up with Astrid. I guess we'll see. I just, I just thought it was a weird, a weird thing for John to just be like, "I'll watch out for it." But John knows, you know, he's been, he was an Ultra agent. He knows, you know, what they do to humans if they find out. You know, if if, if Ultra finds out that a human knows, uh, about the about people with powers or the Tomorrow people. Uh, and so the camping trip, the family goes, and uh, we see some powers being used, like a camera. Being held in the air as Stephen jumps on a bridge, and it looks like Peter's using powers to, you know, not make the camera fall into the water. And Stephen and Peter have this confrontation on the on this uh, kind of like a waterfall cliff. And Peter or, and Stephen just wants to know. He's like, "I know you have powers. Please show me them. I know who you are." And he ends up pushing Peter off the cliff, which I was like, "Wow, okay, you're just gonna." Kill someone like that, uh, but he he wanted to prove that Peter had powers. But Peter, you know, did not use his powers at all while he was in the water, and he ended up falling into into like a river, and floating down. And Stephen ended up having to, uh, which I thought was I didn't understand this part. You know, he's trying to make sure that you know keep himself like hidden from you know humans, but he he takes his you know his power of moving things, and he knocks a tree out of the ground and sends it into the river so Peter can grab onto it. But Peter doesn't suspect anything and just grabs the tree out of nowhere into the river. Uh but it was it was a I know he's trying to he I know he has obviously had to save him and he couldn't really show him his powers of like teleporting to save him, but I thought that was an odd way of helping him out of the river. I think he could have, you know, maybe just grabbed them or picked them up or something. Uh we end up seeing uh Steven's mom is very upset that, you know, Steven basically tried to to murder her boyfriend as they're still on this camping trip together as a family. And you can tell that Steven's mom, she's obviously been through a lot, you know, with their dad, you know, mysteriously, you know, just leaving them, you know, not really giving an explanation, just walking out on the family uh when the kids were young. So she's basically been taking care of them for the last, you know, couple years on her own. You know working countless hours and she just wants to be happy and i think steven i know he you know suspects peter of being you know a bad guy but he's really not giving him the benefit of the doubt and he's just you know jumping to these conclusions like right away and even before he couldn't read his you know he could he even before peter blocked him out he was still you know, skeptical of, I don't know who this guy is, and just never gave him a chance from the start. And, you know, his mom, Stephen's mom, just once, she just said, you know, I want this family to be happy. I want us to be happy, and, you know, I want Luca to, you know, have a father figure to look up to, or at least someone, you know, along those lines. And Stephen basically just ruined that whole relationship, you know, together. Like, all in one, in one, you know, day of outing, he ruined that whole relationship. And we found out that after they got back from uh, camping, Peter ended up, you know, breaking up with his mom and just saying that, you know, they need some space. And Steven said that, you know, he's, he was, he said he was sorry about it, which I don't really – I don't believe him. I think he just, you know, said that to say it. And his mom just basically said, okay, well, you know, you need to start telling me the truth of what's going on. We can't have any more secrets and we can't have any more lies. And Steven turns around right away and starts lying to her immediately after that. (laughs) So I understand he's trying to protect his family and he doesn't want them to know what's going on. But I'll get into this predictions later. But I I feel like I I, I feel like something is happening, you know, in the family or or along those lines that I'll get into, too. Uh, And then we get to John and Astrid. Uh, We end up catching up to Astrid as she is about to go for her audition as the ultra agents start attack start shooting at her john teleports in teleports her out uh but in in him teleporting porting her you know to safety he ends up getting shot in in his uh in his abdomen and he is basically down for the count because he can because he's so weak that he can't teleport them out of this hotel that they're in uh so they're in kind of a supply closet uh hiding from the agents and You know, the Ultra has this place surrounded. There's no way for them to get out. There's no way for anybody to teleport in. There's no way for anyone to really teleport out now. Uh, Asher ends up... uh, I I like... They had a scene where, you know, John wanted her to sing to him because, you know, he he was basically, you know, going in and out as he, you know, lies there. And, you know, she has pressure on the wound, but... You know, he's bleeding a lot and she needs he needs like, you know, a real doctor to help him. And I like the scene because, you know, John is asking her, you know, about, you know, oh, do you have a bucket list? And she's like, yeah, I have a bucket list. And I like that. We actually learned a lot about Astrid that we haven't before. Like we didn't know that she could sing and she has a really good voice. And we found out, you know, she wants to see sing at uh, Carnegie Hall. Uh, She wants to, you know, learn Japanese, live in Tokyo, surf, and she wants to have three kids, two girls and a boy. Uh, I like that insight to her and it added to that character and added, added another level to that character of her. you know, not just being Steven's friend, but she, you know, she has other dreams and I like that they developed her in a way that, you know, she's not so obsessed with Steven. Like I feel like a lot of, sometimes they make female characters just, you know, be so obsessed with the guys that they want. Like she, you know has said before that she loves Steven, but she also wants, you know, other things in the world where if Steven's not the one that she's gonna get, well she's gonna go do these other things and, you know, live her life and not just be, you know, stuck in uh stuck in the town where they are the where they're at in, you know, pining for him for years on end. And then she actually asked John, you know, what is your bucket list? And uh I thought this was it was kind of a sad moment for John because he just, you know, he doesn't really have a bucket list. He he is constantly like fighting to survive and you know that's kind of his bucket list just just surviving till um you know Roger Stevens dad comes back and you know saves them or at least sets them free or helps helps them you know destroy ultra uh and then Astrid ends up seeing uh the song we open up with uh Heroes by David Bowie which I like that and you know John is beginning to fade in and out and Astrid ends up uh skyping Kara to help and Tim Tim the computer ends up saying that you know she needs to pull the there's a bullet inside John she needs to pull it out because if not he's going to die and we and she ends up you know pulling it out uh, helping you know helping John and Kara ends up coming to the rescue of both of them and she uh, Kara was like kicking ass in this episode she you know took out the, this ultra agent that was standing outside of the hotel she did like you know, awesome like spin kicks. I I like I like watching the the girls you know fight and you know kick ass. It's it's very cool. So she goes in finds, uh, John and Astrid. But it's also Ultra has it uh, so I think because John was so weak too that she couldn't she couldn't teleport both of them out at the same time like all three of them. So uh, John being the you know hero that he is, he you know was like sacri- basically sacrificing himself because. If Kara didn't come back to save him, he would have either died or Ultra would have ended up, you know, picking him up again and bringing him back to their, to their base, which is not would not be good for John because that's basically saying, you know, basically saying he's dead. Uh, and I like the interaction between Astrid and uh Kara in the scene because they end up running, you know, they're running through the hotel trying to trying to get away, and uh Kara doesn't want to teleport right where John is because. Uh, the ultra ultra will be able to sense where they where they jump from so she ends up like running to the other side of the hotel and uh they they end up attacking one of the uh ultra agents and Asher just picks up this pen out of nowhere and smacks the guy in the face and they end up taking his gun which is like a like I guess like an Uzi or something like that and car is like here take this and she's like what do I do with this she's like you'll know what to do <laughs> and, and you know Asher's like a 17 year old girl, and I'm sure she hasn't held like an Uzi before. Uh, but they end up running in the hallway and are, you know, they see the shield, the, I want to say shield, I don't know why, but ultra agents out there. And, uh, they, she ends up just like, she didn't kill anybody, but she just starts shooting the gun at them to, uh, protect them and they escape. And Russell had two, Russell is turning into one of my favorite characters. He has, he had two of the most important lines in this episode. Uh, he had a very funny one and a very like, you know, why, this is what's happening to you now kind of moment. Uh, when Steven was talking to Kara, uh, Russell, she had told him to have, you know, oh, enjoy your s'mores, and Ruff, Russell's sitting on the couch. He's like, I want s'mores. <laughs> uh, I like that line. And as uh, Kara brought Asher back to the Tomorrow People lair, and she left to go help, to go get John out of the hotel again, uh, Russell was standing there and Astrid just, you know, looked in shock of, she didn't know where she was at first. And Russell just says to her, you know, welcome to our world. And I think that was a very, uh, poignant moment. And I don't think Astrid really knew what he meant when he said that. Uh, which she, you know, she does find out later in the, later towards the end of the episode, but at the time I really like I really liked that, you know, that choice of, him, you know, welcoming her in, but just being like, you're stuck here now. Like, you can't go back to your old life. And, you know, in the end, it's Steven who is messing this up for her because he, you know, showed her his powers and, you know, has been using his powers around her. And, you know, now she's now she's basically giving up her life, uh, you know, above ground or, you know, with with the human race. And she is not a Tamar person, but now she has to live with the Tamar people. So, I think that'll be a good dynamic going forward. Uh, you know, throughout the rest of the season, uh, and then Steven, you know, his mom gets dumped. We're in the lair. The the most powerful scenes I thought of this episode that I really liked was it was it was John. They were we were flashing back to John's life uh, as like as a kid, and we see him outside, and there's a newsstand, and he you know comes up to buy, a, uh, I think it was a Flash comic book from the uh, newsstand guy. His name is Tony. And, you know, Tony's kind of like, oh, how do you know when all these comics will be here? And John's like, oh, I just read your mind, like, joking to him. Like, But he knows he can read his mind of when the comics are coming in. He's reading the comic. He turns around and sees that Tony's getting uh, held up at gunpoint by a robber. And John ends up using his powers to, uh, you know, knock the guy on the ground and he you know tells Tony that you know you can't tell anybody what you just saw Tony agrees to it and we that was the first flashback we see a second flashback of uh, John in the ultra building still as a still as a child and uh, Jedekiah is there and he you know basically tells the young recruits which is basically what is what Steven's going through now there's a lot more of them then that you know one of you have used your powers and for humans you know, you have to, you know, suffer the consequences of that, and John being the, you know, being, you know, a good-hearted person, or just, you know, wanting to be honest, he steps up and says, you know, it was me that, you know, used their powers, and, you know, he's worried for Tony, which obviously should be, he's a kid, Tony is a nice guy to him, he's probably, he says he's his only friend, uh, and he doesn't want anything to happen to him, and uh Jedekiah says, you know, you know, I'm your friend, which I think is he is definitely trying to, you know, it's all mind games, I think, with Jedekiah anymore. It's you know, especially with John from when he was, you know, a young kid to to where he is now. Jedekai is always playing mind games and just like it's like he's playing chess and just moving pieces around the board, you know, slowly. Um He the the next flashback we get is uh, Tony, you know, selling his news, selling his newspapers outside and we see John, young John and Jedekiah in a car outside of Tony uh, across the street and two ultra agents just come up and they just, they kill Tony and John freaks out because that was somebody that he knew. And, you know, that was the first time I think that he's had, you know, blood on his hands of someone that he knew that did nothing wrong. But they got, he got, he basically, you know, got killed for him. And Jedekiah says, you know, my bosses wanted that to happen to you. So that's why I'm showing you what's happening to him. And I think that's still another, you know, mind game of Jedekiah saying, oh, yeah, you need to trust me more. Trust me, trust me, John. I know what I'm doing, uh, to get John more on his side. And then the, the final flashback of the night. Which I thought that was the most powerful was after John sees Tony, you know, get killed, get gunned down, he's sitting in the Ultra building, I'm guessing, and we see someone come up and it's uh it's Roger, Steven's dad. And Steven is seeing this flashback with John because he comes he actually comes into the lair to, to thank John for, you know, saving Astrid's life. And as Steven sits, John, you know, says, you know, sit down I he to show, He basically just touches him, which I thought it was cool that they can, you know, see each other's memories at the same time. And, uh, John asks Roger, he says, why are you being so nice to me? And, uh, Rogers tells him, you know, he's like, I think we are going to be great friends in the future, which I, I, I feel like Rogers very, you know, uh, foretelling and, you know, he, he has a sense of, he knows what's going to happen or at least, you know, what's coming down the road for them so i don't know if that's going to be another kind of power that one that you know they can develop and use i don't know that'll be something that'll be very interesting to see and roger ends up telling john that he says you know i have a boy about your age and someday he may need you to be nice to him. or yeah because john has why are you being nice to me he says i have a boy around your age someday he may need you to be nice to him and I might not be around. So Roger is already saying, like, I'm not going to be around. I know that I'm doing this weird, ex- weird experiments, and I'm trying to, you know, you know, see what happens when you, you know, when you freeze time as you're, you know, jumping. Uh, and Roger ends up telling him, you know, it's always darkest just before you turn the lights out. And he ends up, he used to say that to Steven when he was a young boy too. And I thought it was an awesome connection between. John and Steven, and really brought them together as much as you know they've been fighting kind of over Kara. And you know, I think John has taken on this role of not being the leader anymore, but still, he he helps out in his other ways. And he knows a lot of Ultra, he knows a lot of what's going on, and he just helps Steven along the way. And as we are back in the lair, uh, Asher and Steven reunite. And she calls her dad to basically tell her that she's okay. And uh, she, you know, says, oh, well, when can I go back, you know, back home? And Carr says, you know, it's you can't go back until you're safe. And there's not really a timetable on Astrid." So as I said earlier, like she's stuck down there and she, you know, she says to Stephen, you know, Stephen says, oh, we need to protect you. And she's like, well, you're the reason I need protection she needs protection in the first place. But she she basically blamed everything on Steven now. So now she's stuck in the lair with the Tomorrow people. Don't know when she's going home. I want to see how they explain that to her family because I don't know. Like, she's only a teenager. So how is she going to, you know, be able to, you know, not go back home? I don't understand that. And then the biggest reveal of the night was... Uh, Luca wants to talk to Steven and Steven kind of blows him off and says I'll talk to you later I have to go help Astrid. And we find out that Luca has powers, which we we kind of predicted. That was one of our predictions last week that he has powers or he's at least going to break out. And so now we're starting to see that. We find out that he was the one that ended up, you know, stopping the camera from falling into the water and I think he was the one that was blocking uh, Steven out of Peter's mind at the beginning. So he's he's developing these powers but he doesn't he has to you know figure out how to control them. And I don't I I like that, you know, he does have powers and they said that, you know, the youngest of the most powerful tomorrow people, you know, it's very likely that he will have powers. Will his powers be more that doesn't even sound right. Will his powers be more powerful than Steven's? That will be seen. I wish they would have kind of drawn this out a little longer and we find out maybe that Luca has powers at the end of the season because I feel like they're trying to cram a lot in now. Uh, so we'll, we'll see how that goes down the road. Uh, but as I'm only here by myself, that kind of wraps up the episode, at least that part of it. Uh, I have some news and gossip for you guys.
0: And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Oh,
1: I'll do predictions too. Uh, my news is just that, you know, after our Supernatural has been picked up for, a first, for the first season, uh, it's still unsure if it will get picked up for a second season. So I've seen a lot of, uh, hashtags on Twitter of hashtag save, uh, TTP. So all of you fans out there should, you know, tweet. Tweet the stars of the show, tweet the writers, tweet, you know, CW. If you guys want the show to stay on the air, which I wanted to, I'm really interested to see how this show develops. Uh, I've been very happy with it so far, you know, this season. I'd like to see, you know, what, what happens, you know, next season or a season after that. Uh, so definitely, you know, get online, get on Twitter, get on Facebook, you know, so hashtag save TTP uh, and also while you're on Twitter or while you're on Facebook or, YouTube or iTunes, you can go there and give uh, us a five-star rating for this show, The Tomorrow People, and give us a five-star rating for all these shows at After TV. and go to YouTube and subscribe and comment and like and do all that fun stuff. And leave us your comments below. Uh, let us know what you think of this episode. Let us know your predictions and anything you guys think, you know, any news you guys think or want us to know. Uh, let us know and leave that other comments below too. Uh, my predictions for this week. Uh, well, our Luca prediction came true. <laughs> uh I, I feel like my next prediction would be uh, that Steven's mom has to know what's going on. I know she wanted him not to tell any more secrets and no more lies, but I think she knows deep down that he has powers. Or it's going to be revealed that she knew that his dad had powers too. I'm interested to see what happens with Luca now because if he does start to break out, does Ultra pick him up? And he becomes another, you know, another worker at Ultra. I think that'd be. I don't know if their mom would be cool with that. Them both working there, but that'll be something that'll be uh, interesting to see. And I think with Astrid and John, we may see something happen with them because you know she did save his life, where he saved hers too. And she did have a good line where she was like, you know, uh, you save my life, I'll save yours. Uh, if we don't you know, get out of this, we're both going to die, so that was a, they had a very good connection in that scene of, you know, her helping John, you know, recover and you know get, you know, he was shot, so you're going to have a connection with someone that you get shot, you know, that you help that got shot, Uh, but that about wraps it up for this week of the Tomorrow People, Uh, if you guys want to check me out, you can find me on Twitter at TomTheCom, And you can see me on Tuesdays at 11 p.m. on Supernatural and Wednesdays at 10 p.m. uh, for WWE main event. So we will have everyone back next week, and we will see you guys next week.
0: From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network.